Up and Adam in the morning. Live here. In studio, Amanda Wittstrom Higgins from Full Cup Solutions. It is good to see you. Thanks for being up and Adam. Thanks for having me, Adam. Yeah, so you put together really a must-do list. I mean, if a winery or a brand of any size, you should be employing all of these seven tips. And we're going to go over them now. And I love the idea that it's not just like things that, I mean, because you're a savvy woman, you you know business well, you certainly know this industry well. You could have come up with seven things and jotted them down and put them into release. But no, you really did the work and you did some qualitative research, went around to many different wineries of different sizes all over and created this list of seven must-do things, things that every tasting room should be doing. Yeah, absolutely, Adam. And I went for, to to producers and, and wineries who make over a million cases and then some that make just a few hundred. Yeah. And it's it. Um, I love the wine industry. I think it's the heartbeat of the Central Coast. I love farmers. And I personally just want to see them successful. And so after I had visited almost a dozen wineries over the last 45 days, you know, I just realized that there was a common thread of um, of opportunity. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to I'm going to put this research together and deliver this so that more people have the opportunity to gain revenue, a better way to train their staff. And so what I what I noticed are these seven common things. So number one, um, if you're training your staff and everybody's thin right now, right? Staffing is a huge problem. Oh and gosh. even if you have staff, the average tenure for a tasting room employee is you know, it's probably less than a year mm. and that's a part-time work. So how many really strong hours do you get? So training programs are essential. So when you get dressed in the morning, if I'm putting together a training program for tasting room staff, you know, the last thing or the most important thing that you put on every day is a smile. <laughs> it makes all the difference. You got to so be happy true. when you come to work, You're man. Right. You're totally right. And it's something so simple, but so necessary. It, it makes all the difference when you're dealing with guests. The second thing You've got to set the table with collateral. I know that there's QR codes for COVID. You, you know, we're in the seated tasting room environment. If your host is not with those guests all the time, there has got to be a secondary, a secondary selling tool at the table, looking these customers in the face all the time. It needs to be your company brochure. It must be your wine club brochure. Absolutely has to be. Um, make sure that every guest gets both of those things. It's critical. That makes sure that your story is told the way that you want it to be sold and that they're invited to join your club. Big deal. That's so true because, you know, you may have a sitting situation and the person may come by, um, taste, explain a little bit, but then if they walk away, those two pieces of collateral, super important, especially um, that that wine club brochure. Got to have it there too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And your, and your company brochure tells your story as you want it to be told all the time. You know, tasting room, you know, people don't always do that, right? But you can be sure that your visuals and your story is told perfectly at, at every opportunity. The next thing that has to be, has to be done. No one did this. I went to 10 wineries. Not one single person did this, right? We're all making reservations online. They've got your name. They've got your email address, right? In most cases, they may have your address, although it could be encrypted on the booking software. Know who you're talking to. Every winery has a CRM, right? Before you go... What's it, CRM mean? It's a customer retail management tool. So it's software, right? Oh, like so your your, your uh, computer, your, your POS. Exactly. Your, your POS. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Got it. So you have the ability to look up 
and and research customer history on every person that comes in before you go and meet them. So when they're coming up, it should be like, Amanda, good to see you. Oh my God, it's but we haven't seen you since last fall. Yes, absolutely. Or you were just here last week and you bought three cases of our most expensive wine. I mean, wouldn't you like to know that? Yeah. Or you've never been here at all, which means I need to talk to you about the company, Great about point. the history. Or you've been in our wine club for three years. Oh my goodness, I'm going to bring you a, a taste of the 2012 vintage that I know that we just opened for a staff training in the back. Yeah, there you, you go. You know, it's just, you, you have to know that. And it's so easy. Everybody's walking around with an iPad. It takes two seconds. I didn't have one person, you know, greet me or acknowledge me in a way that, that was, was personal. And I was in some of these wine clubs. I had customer history. Now, if you want to take it a step further... You go Google that person. You look them up on LinkedIn. You look at their social media. I mean, that's super comprehensive for sure. But right, why not? Hey, if you personalize the experience, guess what happens? Yeah. The ticket price goes up. Oh, hey, James, you're a wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, I saw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that, that's the dude that had the, that you interviewed, right? Right, right, right. And but I'm just saying, like, you just Google someone and be like, oh, look at that, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's It makes all the difference. And guess what? For your staff, you know, the tasting room staff doesn't typically get paid the most money, right? But they're typically compensated in gratuity. The more personalized experience you have, your tips are going to go up. The average ticket price is going to go up. And guess what? You're going to retain these people longer, and everyone's going to enjoy the experience. Great points. Hit me with one more. One more. Last one for before we break for just a minute. You've got to have a one-minute elevator pitch for your company. That's correct. You don't have to know, you know, the vintage history for the last four years, you know, in, in the vineyard or on every wine. You need 60 seconds of accurate information, sum up what the company's about, and tell it to every single person. I like that. That's all you need. If you're if you're new, don't you know, don't don't memorize the whole website. You just need sixty seconds. Good point. And there should be like maybe a a specific sixty seconds that the brand says, Hey, this is what we want. This is gonna be your your like your minute, your pitch, your your initial so, you know, we're Dry Farm. We've been here since 1984. It's started by, you know, Abe and Mary Washington. They're blah, blah, blah. You know, like that whole thing. Absolutely. Got All it. of our vineyards are regeneratively farmed. And, you know, we focus on road varietals. Or we're Cabernet Sauvignon focused. And you can find our wines at, you know, a number of locations throughout the country. I mean, whatever it is, you make it your own. And you make sure that every single staff member is telling the same story in a succinct way. Way. Oh, I like these, and I cannot wait for the last three. Uh, Amanda Wittstrom-Higgins, she is uh, with Full Cup Solutions, and she is here with the seven must-dos. If you are a tasting room, uh, you need to be doing these. So far, the first four are just so spot on. We're going to come back, continue with her. It's Up and Adam in the Morning. You're Up and Adam in the Morning. Up and Adam in the Morning. The Crush 92.5. Coming Up and Adam in the Morning, it is The Crush 92.5. Adam Montiel in with Amanda Wittstrom-Higgins. She is from Full Cup Solutions. Her company is a consulting firm owned and operated for the ag and beverage industry. She is badass. She knows what she's talking about. And it's great to have you in studio and Up and Adam in the Morning. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So so the first four things, let's hit them real quick because these are the seven must. You got to be doing these. If you are a tasting room, you have to be doing all seven of these and will really improve your game. Let's hit that, the first four real quick. Absolutely, Adam. I visited over 10 wineries over the last 45 days and noticed that there was consistently some some opportunities for, for people to be more successful from a staff training perspective. So number one, make sure your staff puts a smile on. When they get ready in the morning, it is it is a make or break situation. Number two, set the table with collateral. 
every customer should receive your company brochure as well as a wine club brochure. It's really critical. Especially if the tasting room educator leaves them for whatever to go get other staff or go help other people. Absolutely. The seated tasting room environment, um, you know, they oftentimes do not have a tasting room associate hospitality professional with them at all times. So it's really important to have that secondary selling material available um, that's on point with your story and your brand. Third thing is research. Go into your company's CRM, your your POS machine. Make sure that you know who you're talking to. Is this person a wine club member? Have they been here before? Um, you know, you want to take it a step further. Google them. Look on LinkedIn. Maybe their Instagram handle. Know who you're talking to. If if this customer, individual, or guest has recently purchased, um, you know, several cases of your product, wouldn't you like to know that before you go sit down and talk to them? Or perhaps they've never visited you before. And then you've got an opportunity to dive deep into to who you are as a company and, and why they should be so thrilled that they're here. It's very, very important. Lastly, one-minute elevator pitch. Make sure that your staff has is confident in talking about your winery, how you want them to be, for 60 seconds. If it, you know, it needs to be succinct, on point, and it should be effortless. And then going into the last three, Adam, is number five, Carry those darn tasting notes around with you if you have to. There's nothing worse than, than you know, getting a pour and your, your tasting room attendant not knowing anything about the product. You don't have to know everything. And it doesn't make you look bad if you're carrying these tasting room notes, uh, the tasting notes around with you. Say it's in a nice binder. You know, it's, it's on the counter and you're referencing them as you're talking to guests. Hey, this Cabernet Sauvignon, yeah, there's 100 cases produced. Um, it's... 84% Cabernet Sauvignon with the balance of Petit Verdot and Malbec. You know, we harvested on this date. You don't have to memorize that. But that power of suggestion, I love having this Cabernet with, you know, herb-crusted lamb, uh, uh, lamb chops. It's delicious. That customer can now imagine themselves enjoying it. They they look 100 cases. It's scarcity, right? Great point. And, and that's very, very powerful. Um, and, it, and it showcases value. Most likely, that collateral is already developed. It's just a matter of those individuals using it on a regular basis. So good. So next, invite them. Invite them to join the wine club. This is really, really important. Invite them to join your wine club to be part of your family. And if they don't want to be in the wine club, extend the email list. You know, there's been a lot of uh, research done that an email is worth like $7, right? As far as being able to create a return. So invite them. That's all you have to do. You don't have to be a pushy salesperson to join the wine club. Just merely extend an invitation. And lastly, never let anyone leave without asking for the sale. You know, not everyone is a natural salesperson. And I hate to say sales because that sounds slimy and like you're trying to trick someone. But if you've got a guest that makes a reservation online, most likely is paid for it in advance shows up to your your facility if they don't walk away buying something shame on you shame on you they came there to buy all you have to do is ask them what would you like to take home with you that's a great way to do it as simple as that invite them to be part of your club ask them what they'd like to take home i went to over 10 wineries adam to tell you there was not one winery that did all of these things and it broke my heart because I love agriculture. I love the wine industry. I know how much time and energy and money that a lot of these producers have spent building their brands, building their hospitality centers. 
And at the end of the day, the people at the front lines are the ones who are are really your brand ambassadors, and they're the they are the conduit between you and your guests. And if they if they're if they're are missing an opportunity, um, I just I really I want to make sure that everyone gets the most out of their company, especially in these times when staffing's tough. You know, and the last couple of months uh, have been have been slow within the tasting room setting. So why not make the most out of every visit? On our phone call, you brought up something I thought was really interesting, and that is sometimes perhaps a purchase in monetary value might seem like a lot of money inside the brain of a tasting room educator. They may go, God, 400 bucks to me, like just to walk in a wine and spend 400 Like that's hard to do. You know, look, I don't always go out and buy a $800 bottle of wine. Like, you know, so I get it. But it doesn't mean that perhaps this person, like, it doesn't mean you shouldn't ask for that sale. Absolutely. With confidence. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, um, you know, oftentimes tasting room hospitality attendants are, you know, it's, it's a, it's a position that typically, you know, you're coming into in the early stages of your career. And, you know, there's a number of wine clubs that are, you know, somewhat expensive. It's a, it's a case of wine twice a year and average bottle cost is, Fifty, seventy-five dollars. You know, that's that's some cash, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't let that get in the way of asking. And um, you know, and everyone is at a different stage in their life and their career. You know, with their finances, and it's really, really important that you kind of set that. You know, set your own personal. Um, you know, your own personal issues or or maybe reservations aside, and and simply ask for the sale. It's really important, and people have come to buy. These seven things are really, really good. I love these. Uh, Amanda Wittstrom Higgins from Full Cup Solutions. If you're a brand, you need to be doing all seven of these. I completely agree. Uh, smile, set the table with collateral, research, that one minute pitch, tasting notes, invite, and then ask for the sale. If you want this uh, in some sort of fashion where you can share it with your employees or your team, uh, let me know. Just actually, you could text me the word seven, uh, just the number rather. Text the word seven to me at 903-1974 and I'll get your info to Amanda and uh, you can employ these with with your team. I mean, that makes sense. I think it's awesome that you did this qualitative research, visited all these places. Wang, you had to drink all this good wine, I'm sure. <laughs> but you really did the research and, and, and put together a list that really, if someone does all seven of these, I mean, like that, that bottom line is going to go up. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And we'll be releasing it. Um, we'll be releasing this list and this research to the media next week. So check out our website and, um, and, or text Adam. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Fullcupsolutions.com. You got it. Thanks, Amanda, for being up and Adam in the morning. Up and Adam in the morning. With Adam on Peel. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. The Crush 92.5. The perfect blend.